2: Anything goes. Motto of the show,
1: let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, I'm singing the intro. I can't help but do that sometimes. You can follow me at Strict Anonymous. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, this is a call in advice show. That's what I say. I'm most of the time I'm not giving advice, though I do give un- unprofessional advice sometimes. <laughs> but if you want to be on the show because you have a secret naughty life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, I change everybody's voices, or you have a problem and you're looking for some unprofessional <laughs> advice, you can be on the show. Send me an email at at strictlyanonymouspodcast.gmail.com. Or go to my website, StrictlyAnonymousPodcast.com. Click on Be on the Show. Or go to Instagram or Twitter at Strict Anonymous. DM me there. Just give me like a couple sentences about what you want to talk about. Or you could call my confessions hotline. That number is 347-420-3579. You could leave a short confessions there. I change the voices. Or you could leave like a little audition tape of what you want to call in and talk about on my show. That number is 347-420-3579. Now listen, I have a Patreon account. Uh, where I have pictures, anonymous pictures of mostly every one of my girls that call into the show, including the female I have on today, Victoria. All anonymous pics, sexy pics, most of the time. Nothing X-rated, but definitely R-rated. If you want to see all those pics, plus get episodes early and ad-free, plus other fun stuff. You could join my Patreon. It's $5 a month. You could cancel at any time. If you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show. Follow it. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to my show. And comment. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because I love getting conversations about the topics. You're going to want to get into a conversation about today's episode, okay? <laughs> because this girl, Victoria, I she had me laughing so much because she had like a crazy stories to tell. She has three different stories she tells on this podcast. The first one is dark and fucked up and the next two are hilarious, okay? So she starts off talking about how she was in a very bad relationship, like human trafficking. She was like groomed by a very bad guy. I mean, thank God it ended with him like splitting town. And she tells that whole story, which is fascinating. And then she talks about a very famous YouTuber, like a YouTuber with millions of subscribers who was way older than her, who she had an affair fair with. Now, I know when she emailed me, she had told me that the story was filled with heartache. I I felt like when I talked to her, she didn't cop as much to the fact of how devastated she was when that relationship ended, because it did end and she talked about it, because I think she really did like him, but she talks about him. We don't out anyone on my show, though I do know who it is, and I want to see who you people listening to who you think it is, okay? Guess, go to YouTube, go to my Instagram, guess who the fuck she's talking about. You know, it's interesting how she hit him up, how he hit her back and how they wound up in bed and how they wound up sleeping together and why it ended. And then she had another crazy story about another like Instagram influencer, like another influencer. But this one is on Instagram and this one's hilarious because it's like this guy and she talks about how she found him and he's on Instagram and she told me his name too. And I saw him and he's really effing hot. Okay. We don't out him either. You're going to have to guess, but he sort of sells himself as like a spiritual guru. But really what he is, I think is like an effing gigolo because she paid him For sex, okay, and she talks about it—how she met him, what he offered. I mean, you won't believe the racket that this guy has going on. And then all the way at the end, she talks about how she was modeling for another YouTube channel that was very big. She gave me the name of that one too. And then it turned out like supposed to be fitness modeling, but it was kind of like soft porn. This girl has some stories and then she did say she wanted to do camming, but I do know because I recently spoke to her and told her I was airing her episode that she put that to bed, no camming, none of that stuff. Instead, she's writing a book about her life, which I think is great because I think it'll help her work through her stories and the stuff. That has happened to her. Writing a book is very healing. It's really a great way of getting things out of your head and out of your body and onto a fucking page and done for. You know, there's closure in writing sometimes. So I think that that's great for her. I do have anonymous pics of her on my Patreon. You could sign up there, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link to that is in the description as well as everything else. And then if you want to see me be interviewed by Toronto Unicorn, okay, she started her own podcast. She's got a YouTube channel. She interviewed me. You could see half of me, like my torso area, you know, the anonymous video. There's video of me, but it's anonymous. My head's cut off. But if you want to see me interviewed by her, the Toronto Unicorn, she's been on my show before. She has her own YouTube channel. I just did her show and it is posted up there. The link to her YouTube interview with me, which is really fascinating, is in the description as well. So anyway, I'm gonna be right back on with Victoria. Make sure to go to my Instagram or go to my YouTube and give me guesses of who you think these influences are. Cause they're big people, okay? Millions of followers she's talking about. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna be right back on with Victoria.
2: This is the Strictly
1: Anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Victoria. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hiding out in your car?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm doing. Happy to be here. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to say thank you ahead of time because I know you're going to tell me a whole story. I think you ended your email like it's a story of. Betrayal, sex, heartache, all that kind of good stuff, you know? <laughs> it has, <Yeah. laughs> it's going to be a story that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. You are a young girl. You sound super young to me. And I know that you dated an older guy who's like a YouTuber. A famous YouTuber photographer that she had an affair with him and he lived far away and things went south and you're going to tell me the whole fucking story. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm changing your name. Your name has changed. Your voice has changed. Nobody's outing anybody here, but tell me what happened to you, Victoria, that you want to, I mean, you emailed me that you want to tell your story, so get to it.
2: Okay, yes, I have um, a couple of interesting stories, and I can end it with um, relationship with the older man. So first of all, I am a human trafficking survivor.
1: Wait, why? Uh, I forgot that. Wait a second. Was that in the email to me?
2: I think that's what I said in the. I can't remember. Okay, I okay, had, I okay. Had a lot. I was going to share. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. So this is not just one story. This is a lot of shit. Okay, oh, even better, Victoria. Okay, start with the human trafficking. That's hardcore and crazy.
2: Okay, so growing up, I kind of grew up in a very unstable and abusive household. My father went to prison when I was in the third grade. So. It was kind of rough growing up. My mother was a single parent and she had a boyfriend who abused me and my sister. So I kind of fell into depression. And right when I got out of high school, I somehow got involved with a man. He was somebody that was promising me the world and told me that I would live a better life if I chose to be with him. Mm -hmm. And what happened was that he wanted to use me as a vessel to make money for him. That was his intentions. He wasn't going to give me a good life. He just wanted to use me to make money.
1: Yeah, he was using you to give him a good life.
2: Right. Exactly. An
1: asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So for about seven months I was forced to do things that I did not want to do so that he could have money. I had no control over my own body and I was abused daily.
1: Oh my god, were you still living at home or were you did you move in with him?
0: So what happened was that after high school I moved in with my grandmother but i ended up traveling with him
1: oh okay that's
0: what happened so he and i were pretty much living together in a hotel
1: right so you didn't really have anyone you could go to and talk to i mean he really had you wrapped around his finger
0: yes and he didn't want me talking to anybody of if if i had like my sister And my aunts were the only two people who called me. And if they called me, he got really, really jealous and just didn't want me to talk to them. So I felt very isolated.
1: Yeah, that's by design. You know, that's on purpose because that's the way they control you.
0: Yes, and I couldn't even eat food without his permission. I had to dress and look a certain way. And I just didn't even feel like I was a human being anymore. And some people might be wondering, why didn't I just leave? The reason I couldn't is because he threatened me and he threatened to end his own life if I left him. And I felt very responsible for him like I I just didn't know what to do I was very young at the time I was a teenager
1: and how old was he again do you think
0: he was he he was 42 42 and, and how old were you again I was 18
1: unbelievable yeah I mean that's fucked up I never listen I never question why someone doesn't leave. I think it's like psychology, maybe not psychology 101, maybe it's psychology 102, but it's very common and it's exactly what happens in these kinds of situations that somebody is powerless to leave even if they could walk out the fucking door they do not and it's all that stuff that he was doing to you the manipulation the not letting you eat the control not letting you have any kind of outside influences so that you feel totally alone you know telling you what you can do what you can't do then guilting you that he's going to kill himself. All of that shit is like a mind fuck that makes you powerless and gets you under his control. So to me, I always understand why somebody doesn't just leave. I think other people don't, and I don't understand why they don't, because every time you hear about these stories, it's always the same thing, that the person doesn't leave. And I know it doesn't make sense in in your mind because you think, oh, I would leave. But in psychology and in anyone that studies this kinds of behavior and mind control and grooming and all this shit, this is what happens. It's always the case.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And before this even happened to me, like I never, I didn't really know what human trafficking really was. I didn't understand how people got involved in it. It just didn't make sense to me before all of this happened to me. But now I completely understand why this happens to people and it does happen to a lot of women often.
1: Yeah, crazy. And listen, your childhood and what, I mean, you were ripe for the picking. I think maybe you left with him because you didn't have any hope at home either.
0: Yes, he knew that I was having a lot of problems with my mother and that I felt like I was being controlled by her and that I couldn't do what I wanted to do with my life. He knew all of that was going on in my life and how trapped and how, how stuck I felt I just didn't know what to do with my life, and he just took advantage of that and lied to me and promised me the world.
1: Right, and did exactly the same thing, if not, but 10,000 times worse than what was mm-hmm. even happening at home. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Now, how long? So, for six or seven months, you were with him? the website and the email address will all be in the description
0: hmm yes and so what happened was that I still to say can't believe that this even happened but one night he I, I thought I he attacked me in our hotel room and I honestly thought that he was going to kill me his hands were over my throat. And I, and I swear, I thought that he was going to kill me at that point. Yeah. And I just remember thinking to myself that I'm gonna go to heaven and that it's gonna be okay, but I just hope that my sister is going to be okay without me. But for some reason, he didn't kill me. I think he was just trying to scare me. Like, I don't know what he was trying to do. And that morning I woke up to a phone ringing and it was his phone. And he was talking on the phone with somebody and I don't know what they were talking about, but he ended up putting his clothes on so fast and he ran out the door and didn't even say anything to me. I don't even know why the heck he he even left. He just put on his clothes and he ran out the door. And I was like thinking to myself, okay, he didn't tell me where he's going or what's going on.
1: Or when he's coming back or if he's coming back.
0: Yeah. 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 And so I was sitting on the bed thinking, what do I do? Is he, is he going to come back? I mean, I was kind of thinking, well, maybe I should just call my sister and tell her to come and get me. We were only say like a half hour away from where she was living with my grandmother And so I thought, well, maybe she can come and get me because she had a vehicle. Yeah. And so what I did was I ended up calling her and I just told her that I just want to come and see you and grandma. I didn't tell her what had happened. I just said, yeah, I haven't seen you and grandma in a long time. And can you please come and pick me up? And so I told her where I was staying and I grabbed my belongings and I was waiting for her in the lobby, and I was kind of keeping an eye out to see, you know, if he, where if he was in the hotel or if he was coming back. So I was kind of like hiding myself a little bit in the lobby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he didn't, he didn't come back. And I was even checking my phone. He didn't call me or leave me a text message. Anyway, my sister came and got me. I remember that right when I got into the car i started bawling and just crying and i was confessing everything to her telling her that this is what's been going on and i'm like so sorry for everything i'm sorry that i never told you or grandma i'm sorry i never called any of you guys i was just crying and confessing everything to her and she said to me do you need to go to the hospital are you hurt in any way And I said, no, I, I'm not hurt in any way. I don't, I don't need to go to a hospital. I just want you to please just get me out of here. I don't want to see that person ever again. And I'm so scared that he's going to find me.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And she told me, you probably are going to have to tell mom what's going on. And I said to her, I really don't want mom to know that all of this has been going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I ended up telling my grandma about what was going on. And she told me, well, maybe you should try to press charges against him. Yeah. And so my grandma, my sister and I were kind of talking about what we should do. And I said to her, he doesn't know where you guys live. He doesn't know where my mom lives. He doesn't know where anybody lives. And I said to her that I'm too afraid press charges against him. I don't want to have to be humiliated in court and have to relive all of all of those horrible experiences. I tell I told them that I kind of just want to hide for now. I just don't want to face it right now. I want to just get on with my life and let it go. And they told me, okay, that's your choice. If you don't want to deal with it, you don't have to. But if he does contact you, you need to change your number. And so anyway, I ended up getting a job at a hotel and I was kind of just getting my life together. But surprisingly, I didn't hear back from that man. And I ended up finding out why I didn't hear from him. So what happened was that I ended up getting an email message from this man's mother.
1: The mother, okay.
0: Yes, his mother. And she wanted me to call her. And so I ended up contacting her and she told me he actually got arrested for possession of heroin. And he wants you to know that he's in jail right now. And I said to her, I'm sorry, but I don't want anything to do with him. And that's all that I said to her. And I said to her, please tell him that I don't want him contacting me. And if he does, I'm going to change my number. And he did try calling my number from jail and I didn't pick it up. And I ended up changing my number. And And ever since I changed my number and changed my email address, I never heard from him ever again. I still to this day have not heard from him.
1: Wow. Do you know how long he was in jail for? Do you know if he ever got out or what? Because that man is a fucking danger to women. The fact that you were like, oh, I don't know. I thought he was going to kill me. It was like a coin flip. You were either going to be killed or you weren't. That's the kind of person, though, that could cross that line in a fucking instant.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened was I ended up Googling him and I found out that he ended up going to jail for like half a year yeah. for that drug charge. But I couldn't understand why he went to jail for so long instead of that. Like he did something to like a mother and her child. And that's why he went to jail for such a long time. And I thought to myself, well, I didn't press charges against him, but I kind of felt like he was getting what he deserved and that the law was kind of doing what it could to put him away.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I understand your reasoning of why you didn't want to come forward. And unfortunately, that happens a lot of times, too. There's so, it's so loaded. All those things you explained of why you didn't want to press charges when it was brought up are the same reasons why a lot of other women don't. The fear of that, the ramifications, the shame of having to live through what you did. Like I said, it's very loaded. It's understandable. Thank God that he was put in the fucking slammer for something else. That's somebody that needs to be locked up because the fact that he put his fucking hands around your neck and was choking you like that, it it means that he is capable of doing that to somebody else. And it's just a matter of time before that he could actually kill someone. Do you know what I mean? I watch a lot of Dateline. This shit happens. I think people (laughs) don't understand that it really does happen. And these things, you know, so you have to be careful and not to say that you weren't careful, but thank God he got that phone call and got the fuck out. You're mm-hmm. lucky.
0: Yeah, if he hadn't gone to jail, I don't know. Maybe I would still be in that situation. I mean, I still, to this day, can't believe that even happened. It
2: was just. Amazing. I think you would. You
1: might have not even been alive. I mean, that was like that happened right after that time of him like choking you out. Okay, because yeah. he got angry at you. It mm-hmm. that's you were just you were saved. Okay, like that. You're so lucky that he got, like I said, got that phone call Mm -hmm. and left because you might have not been able to have left. And like I said, it's Mm -hmm. just that time you were lucky, something, the switch made him stop. But the next time it could have been, the switch made him not stop. You hear about it. I'm sure when you see stories like that Gabby Petito story or stories where Mm -hmm. these things happen to other women that you could understand. And that's why it's so important for women who are with anybody that is abusing them maybe they haven't gone all the way and done anything that bad but it always starts out with these little things and then it could if they snap it could be the difference between life or death and that's like a fucked up situation
0: Yes, I always tell women that you have to just be aware of red flags. I mean, if you see a red flag, that's natural sign to get out. And all the red flags were there from the beginning that this man was no good, that he was lying to me, that he was a predator. All the flags were there. Well, why don't you explain there,
1: those I- so that other women could know what you're talking about? And you're saying flags, it's flags. I don't know you're saying it's so weird. Flags, where are you uh, from?
0: I'm actually I'm Canadian I live oh. right by Canada yeah uh, yeah we talk differently up here oh God, yeah I, love
1: it. I was like what the fuck is a flag okay I know, I know we have a we have a we have a
0: different
1: accent yeah I like it okay so wait so tell me the red flags okay I'm gonna talk like a Canadian tell me some red flags so that you know like educate some women so that they know I think it's important
0: okay so if a guy is very very charming i mean like unusually charming and is making promises to you and saying that i can give you the world i can give you all of this money i will take care of you i mean come on men who are predators will tell you what you want to hear right so i always tell women do not be with a guy that is kind of making it sound like he has all this in that because he's probably just trying to trick you into something so that's what that guy was kind of doing to making it sound like that oh i have all of this in my life and i can give you this i can give you the world i'll take good care of you i mean that's just i mean come on <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. it's it's when you look back how old are you now I am 28, 28. Right. It's, it's interesting when you look back at 28 and you look at someone yourself as 18 and you could see yourself in such a different way and you is so obvious to you now, but at 18 it wasn't. And I think that's the problem you feel like you know a lot when you're 17 18 19 but you don't and right and that's why these predators yeah. come in and do what they do and sometimes they could be successful at it because you don't know as much at that age yeah. yep how do you know? Who tells you these things? There should be a fucking class for women. Yeah. Grooming classes. Grooming in a bad way. This is how people, they're going to fucking groom you. We all learn when we're younger by going through things. But what you learned and what you had to go through is really extreme and very hardcore and very scary. And like I said, it's it's life or death sometimes, these situations. So it is important for our women to be more educated and I think at a much younger age because you just can't expect young girls to know these things. Mm -hmm. So I know there's other things you have to talk about. I want to make sure we get to everything. I know that there's the YouTuber that you have a relationship with and there's also a male companion that you pay. (laughs) Which one do we want to go first? Go in chronological order.
0: We can talk about the YouTuber. I mean, yeah.
1: Let's talk about it. How did that happen? What what happened with the YouTuber? Explain.
0: Okay, I ended up finding his YouTube channel back in 2020. And I really liked the YouTube channel. I resonated with it and I thought it was really fun to watch. And I was like, you know what? I want to be a guest on his show. I think it would be fun. And so I emailed him and I said, hey, I would like to be on your show. And he said, okay. And so he ended up calling me and we set a date to do our interview together. And what happened was that the whole entire world went into lockdown.
1: Oh, shit. And it was so, around then. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. It was around lockdown. And I remembered thinking to myself, oh, I don't think I'm gonna get to do my interview. I mean, like, I was looking for flights, I mean, to go out there and do my interview, and there was like nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: live right by Canada, so I knew that there was like no way I could actually just drive there. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. Far. yeah. And so I kind of just let it go. I sent him an email telling him, I'm sorry, I can't make it to do my interview. And I never heard back from him, and I kind of just let it go and just moved on with my life. But what happened was that six months later, I ended up watching one of his YouTube videos. And at the end of one of his YouTube videos, he was he wanted his, like, viewers to kind of give him, like, suggestions for, like, a next video, for, yeah, like, yeah, something yeah. that he should do. Uh-huh. And... And I thought to myself, you know what, I'm just going to email him. I'm not going to leave a comment on YouTube because I don't really want people to like see my comments. So I ended up emailing him. I didn't tell him that I was a person that he was supposed to interview, but I gave him a suggestion and he really, really liked it. He liked my suggestion and then he ended up sharing something very personal with me. And he told me, I've never told anybody this in my life. So he sent me this very personal email message. And then I sent him a personal email message. And then he sends me his phone number and says, I really would like to talk to you.
1: Let me ask you a question because like I'm a YouTuber. I have a podcast too. I have people emailing me all the time. You hear from your listeners at this point. He just thinks you're a listener, a fan reaching out. I mean, did he have a picture of you or anything? I mean, how is he getting so personal and involved with you? Like right off the bat at that moment or did through that emailing exchange? Did you cop to the fact that you were the girl that was supposed to be interviewed and stuff?
0: I actually still, to this day, do not know if he actually knew that I was a girl that was supposed to be interviewed.
1: Oh, okay. but at Interesting. the time,
0: he had no picture of me. But when we were emailing each other, he said to me, I think you're a very intelligent woman. I like what you have to say. You have so much wisdom. And I, I really would just like to talk to you on the phone. And I, wow. And I was like, well, he doesn't even know what I look like. And he wants to talk to me. And I thought that was really strange.
1: And was he like a very successful YouTuber? But you must have been excited if he's like this big YouTuber that you're like a fan of his show. And now he wants to talk to you on the phone.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was he was a very
1: successful YouTuber and had millions of subscribers. And I. Oh, my God. okay, listen, we're not outing anybody on my show. Oh, because it's anonymous. But I want to know who the fuck it is. You're going to tell me, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I'll tell you. Yes.
1: So now, wait. It's interesting though. I'm just gonna tell you straight up because, I, as a as somebody who has, like I said, a show and I have a YouTube and I have listeners, like, I think, and I don't know how anything turns out with this YouTuber, okay? But I'm just gonna tell you right there, that's like crossing a line. But maybe that's like his mo. Maybe that's how he hooks up with a lot of girls. Do they slide into those DMs? I mean, I guess that's what happens nowadays. Maybe I just don't do that, and I should. I don't know, but. <laughs> It's interesting that he would cross that line. He didn't have no pictures. He just liked what you had to say. And he said, oh, you're like, seem very intelligent. Let's, here's my phone number. And then what happens? Are you digging this hot story? Well, if you are, I know where you could find a ton more hot stories. And that is on the Dipsy Stories app. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy, hot audio stories, no matter what you're into or what floats your boat, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you're into straight stories, queer stories, threesomes, and more stories, you're going to find it on Dipsy. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from, and they release new content every week. So there's always more to explore. They also have sleep stories, they have wellness sessions, and written stories as well. They also have my favorite feature that I always talk about, and that is the jump to the action button. So if you wanna get right to it because you're super horny and or you just don't have that much time, you can press the button and it's gonna literally take you to the exact spot where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. dipsystories.com Slash, strictly anon. Thanks, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode.
0: Well, I ended up calling him a few days later because I just wanted to know why he wanted to talk. And so I ended up calling him and we talked on the phone for like an hour. I mean, he and I just clicked. We really just clicked and I thought he was a very funny guy, very interesting. And we kind of just talked about his YouTube channel for a while. And then I said to him, I actually wouldn't mind coming to, to California in a few months. I mean, would you be interested in meeting in person? And he said, Yeah, I think it would be great to meet you in person, and I will take you out for lunch. hmm. And so that and so that is what we have planned to do. And so I ended up booking a flight two months later to go visit him in California. And I remembered thinking to myself, why am I meeting this guy? I don't know who he is, but we've been talking for about four months already.
1: Now, during that time when you're talking for four months, are are you, I'm assuming you know what he looks like, right? Because he's this big YouTuber. But at this point, have you sent any pics of yourself so he knows what you look like?
0: I did I actually sent him two photo, two photos of myself mm-hmm. I sent him two of them yeah
1: right so I so I'm assuming he's attracted to you at this point because he's seen you so he did yeah I think he was attracted to me yeah yeah, of course. No, I mean, I'm just making sure this like he's not so he flying you in, or you know, you're not. He's not going to have you come out after four months having not seen you, right? So he sees you. You know, you're, he's talking to you. He thinks you're smart, and then he's like, "Oh, send me a pic," and now he sees that you're hot. You're obviously hot to him. I don't know what you are on a scale of one to ten, but he obviously thought you were hot because he's like, "Yeah, come into town, and I'll take you out to dinner or lunch." Yeah. Now, wait, does he know your backstory or you never put those two together? Like you said, he never knew you were the girl with the backstory, the human trafficking and all that stuff. At this point, you never went back into all that stuff.
2: Actually,
0: I don't think he knew that I was the girl that like wrote to him. But I didn't tell him that I was a human trafficking survivor until... It was actually at the beginning of this year I told him about that but he kind of knew a little bit about my life story. I just didn't tell him about the human trafficking part.
1: Right. Okay. So let's go back. I just want to drag this out a little bit because it's so fascinating to me because I didn't think I know who it is. Okay, but <laughs> so so you so you go to California and you take he takes you out to lunch and then what happens?
0: Okay, we went out to lunch together and then he took me to where he does his youtube channel and i thought it was a pretty cool place so he was kind of like showing me around where he does his youtube channel like introducing me to people that he works with and that help him out and then he says to me do you kind do you want to tour around the city and i said yeah i mean let's do it so he was kind of like driving me around the city, taking me to like all of the, you know, interesting places to see. We ended up driving by the ocean. And so we kind of were like driving together and just talking five hours straight. That's kind of what we were doing. Yeah. He was just kind of like taking me on this like big tour. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. And now how old is he, by the way? He's way older than you too, right? I mean, he was he in his 50s?
0: When I met him, I think he was like sixty, sixty one, I think oh. He was old but hes handsome, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, to tell you the truth, like I'm not attracted to older men in general. Yeah, but he was just such a nice guy, yeah, that I was just attracted to his personality. I thought he was a really nice guy. He treated me like a queen. I mean, he was really nice to me and I kind of just like felt like sucked in. I was like, wow, he's a really nice guy. You know, I'm attracted to him in that way.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, That's interesting. So he's driving you around for like five hours. That first trip showing you (laughs) (laughs) treating you really nicely. Like you said, nice guy.
0: Yeah. And so it was getting like really late in the day. And I said to him, you know, I know that you probably have a lot of editing that you have to do and said to him, you know, you can just drop me off at my hotel. It's no big deal. It's getting late in the day. And he said, yeah, I mean, I can drop you off at your hotel. And so and anyway, I told him that I had a gift for him and it was in my uh, hotel room. I I bought him a gift. Mm hmm. And I said to him, do you want me to just quick go up and get it? And he said, no, I mean, I can just, you know, come with you and get, come with you and grab it. And he said, that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. So
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you, I mean, you created that window of opportunity for the guy. I mean, lucky him. He's like, I don't even have to swindle myself upstairs. She's got the gift. Of course, he's going to say, yeah, I'll go up and get it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Hmm. OK, so so we get up to my hotel room and I show him the gift and I could tell that he really likes it. And I could tell that he was kind of acting a little bit nervous. And I think he kind of like knew like what was going to happen. But
1: what did, what was the gift, by the way? I just want to know.
0: I ended up buying him, like, a coffee mug, but I put his name on it. I put his, like, name on it and, like, the YouTube channel name. It was, like, a custom-made coffee cup with, like, his name on it and, like, his YouTube channel name.
1: Oh, that's nice. Very thoughtful of you. So, okay, yeah. so he gets that, and now he's feeling, like, a bit nervous because it, you guys are going to maybe fool around. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he's nervous. I mean, he sounds like a professional. I wonder how many other girls that he's hit up that email him with all those (laughs) subscribers. This has probably happened to him many times. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I ended up giving him a hug, thanking him for the lovely time that we had. And what happened was that I ended up giving him a kiss, but it was kind of like, it was just like a little peck peck mm-hmm. on the lips just telling him thank you mm-hmm. and the next thing I know is he's kissing me and he's like <laughs> touching me everywhere and I was
1: like oh boy oh boy, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how old are you at this point how long ago was this uh, like two years I ago was, right I mean you're yeah recent. it was
0: two years ago yeah. so I was like I was like 26
1: yeah yeah oh my god hilarious Okay, so now yeah. he's, like, now he's, he's, your guys are fooling around.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we're, like, fooling around, and I remember thinking to myself, you know what, I'm, I'm not attracted to older men, but <laughs> I'm just gonna maybe give it a chance. I don't know. Oh. But it was, like, happening so fast that, I mean, I just didn't really have to, have to really think about much, but. Um, yeah, I
1: totally understand. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, we ended up having sex to cover. And we were completely unprepared for it. But I mean, nothing, nothing bad happened. But I mean, it. I mean, we had fun. I mean, it was a good time.
1: Was he good and bad?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought he Yeah, I mean, I thought he was really good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would think so, too. I mean, this was not, you know, some guy that didn't have a experience i mean now that i know i'm just saying that now that i know that he has a girl email him that listens to his show and then he like gets in a little conversation then starts something up i mean i just and he is because i know he has millions of followers you just know that this guy's experienced he has to be
0: (laughs) so there's no way he's not going
1: to be good and bad he fucks a lot of girls (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so wait, so then what happens? Do you wind up like dating him? I mean, what happens to you and this guy?
0: So right after that happens, we both agreed that we just want to be friends and that we can see each other every once in a while and that we can have sex together, but we just he just doesn't, he didn't want a commitment. He just wanted to be like friends with benefits. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I mean, I get it. I get it. I'm young. I get it.
1: Right. Right. But did he, I mean, when did that conversation happen? Like right after you had sex or like, did he email it, you the day after? Happened. It happened
0: a few days, like it happened two days after I got home. We ended up talking about it because I was really confused. Like I didn't know like what he wanted from me.
1: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: So I kind of just wanted to confront him about it. But after we had sex, I mean, he didn't say anything really. You know, he just said to me, you know, the next time you're in the area, I mean, just give me a call. You know, that's what he said to me. Just give me a call the next time you're here.
1: I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. What a fucking piece of work. (laughs) Okay, And so so then you you get home and you're like, wait a second, what the fuck just happened? And so you email him and do you get on the phone and have the conversation or was it all done via email?
0: no i ended up texting him you know i told him that yeah i mean i thought we had a really great time together but i just wanted to be clear on one thing are you seeing other people like do you like like are we friends i mean do you want something more And he told me, you know, but I'm just not really looking to be in a relationship right now. But I would love to be your friend and see you every once in a while.
1: Mm -hmm. And so did you wind up seeing him a bunch of times? I mean, I don't even know what does this last longer than this little rendezvous? We did end up seeing each other a few more times after
0: that. He's really busy with what he does. And I was a full-time student at the time. So it was really hard for me to find time to fly out and see him. Yeah. So we did see each other like a few more times after that.
1: Interesting. You know, it would be really interesting, Victoria, if like you emailed him back from the original email of the girl that wanted to tell Him, her, you know, human trafficking story, and to be on the show and reschedule, you know, because it got canceled so long ago, and and then just show up as you, the same girl that he fucked too, (laughs) and then see, and then maybe turn the camera on him and interview him. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. It would be such an interest. It was. It'd be so interesting. I
0: mean, yeah, I mean, it would be but I did ask him, you know, I said to him, like, have you met a lot of your viewers, your subscribers, and he told me that he's made friends with a lot of people that watch his channel. So I really don't know if, if like, I'm the only one or if there's like more girls out there. I mean, I really, I really don't know. I really don't know.
1: No, there's probably more. And I guess that's just the difference between men and women. Like, I think, like, if I was telling my guy friends, like, can you believe, like, this girl told me this story, this, like, big YouTuber, he's, like, fucking, he's, like, his fans, those hot fans, they'd be like, I do the same shit, you know? But, and here I am saying, like, oh, I get hit up all the time and I just would, I just never cross any lines, you know? I don't get, I don't even become friends with people that are listeners of my show. You know, there's just like a, to me, it's like a boundary, But maybe that's Mm -hmm. because I'm a woman and a female and a man. It's different. You know, I don't know. So, I mean, can you expect a guy that has millions of followers and is getting hit up all the time by attractive women, young women, for him to never cross that line and get involved? Like, especially a guy like him. You know, he loves good conversations. He's obviously interested in people. He's interviewing people for a living. So that's what he does. He probably does wind up meeting interesting people all the time that are his listeners and he just wants to go there. So why not? I mean, maybe I'm wrong to be like, that's so unprofessional. But to me, I would never cross that line. So I'm just like, oh, my God, it's interesting now that I know. I mean, I wish we could out him so other people could be like, hey, you know, you could go bang him. (laughs) <laughs> but, but i guess that's like what people yeah. mean by like oh sliding into people's dms and i guess a lot of celebrities probably nowadays do wind up hooking up with their fans because they're, i guess maybe that boundary is less is like less there's less of that line and it's so blurred now because there is this kind of connection and you can connect and have access to people and stuff i don't know Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I mean, did you, let me ask you this. Were you okay with the fact that he was like, no, I just want to be friends. I mean, was that fine with you? Yeah, that was fine with me because like I knew that he was older than me and I knew that nothing
0: could really come out of our, yeah, he, nothing more could come out of it. And yeah. so I knew that, you know, he's he's getting older and, you know, I'm not, I'm not really into older men that I really like him as a person yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, and I like what we're doing together. So I felt comfortable with that, that I didn't want anything more from him.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And he was always treated you nicely and he was totally cool. I mean, you got to give him credit. At least he, cop to the fact of exactly what he was looking for straight up when you confronted him you did see him multiple times afterwards you did say he was always like super nice to you so these other times that you went and saw him you had sex and everything was like really good
0: yeah i mean every time we saw each other we had we had a great time together it was very magical and i just felt very happy i enjoyed seeing him i mean he was my, he was literally my best friend and i loved our relationship that we had
1: oh wow and so do you still keep in touch
0: with him he and I do not well I ended up talking to him like a couple of weeks ago but we don't really talk as often as we used to I ended up making the choice to end my relationship with him the reason I did that was because I just wasn't really happy in our connection anymore And I kind of just felt like it just had to end, like we reached a point where we should just see other people.
1: Was it that you weren't seeing other people because you were so enthralled by him and you felt like you needed to cut that off so that you could be available?
0: At the time, I kind of realized that maybe I do want to be in a committed relationship with yeah. somebody. Yeah, yeah, And I kind of felt like, well, maybe he, maybe, you know, he should be in a committed relationship with somebody. I felt like maybe I was holding him back in some way. Uh-huh. And so that is why I decided to end our relationship because I wanted to just see other people, maybe be in a committed relationship. And I kind of just felt that I felt like I was holding him back in some way.
1: So maybe that is it why also I was holding him... you back for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah. And now I know that there is a male companion that you pay money to. <laughs> what the fuck is that?
0: <laughs> okay. So back in March, I ended up finding this guy on Instagram and I mean, he was posting like a lot of like interesting content. I could tell that he was like a very adventurous guy, loved to travel. And I saw that he had a website and on that website, you can actually pay money, like visit him and have him do tours with you. I mean, some people pay him money to like go on vacation. He's not like uh, an escort. I don't know. An escort. I mean, he he says he's not an escort, but he says he's more like a male companion. But I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's
1: the same thing. But
0: no, maybe.
1: I mean, that's, I think, a a way to get around from it being illegal. But basically, you travel with him and you do have sex with him and you do pay him. So, Yes, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I guess I can see that, yeah. Sorry, I just cut to the chase. I mean, but wait, (laughs) you got a very interesting life story and you're so young, you have so many more. You're going to have like 18 more stories in the next 10 years. Wait a second, so this guy, what? so did you just slide into his DMs and say, hey, I want to hire you? I mean, is it obvious on his Instagram that that's what he's in business for?
0: No, I mean, you would have like no idea. I mean, on his Instagram, he kind of I don't know, he likes to post pictures of him like being outdoors and like having fun. I mean, you would have no idea. Give me
1: that Instagram account. I'll delete I'll edit it out. Sorry, folks. I'm getting all the interesting information, but I'm not going to give it to anyone else. But give me the information. I just need to look him up while we're talking. Okay. Wait, he's got a blue check mark? Mm-hmm. Listen, at least you don't, you know, listen, when I was younger and did fucked up things, just like fucking random guys, I was like bottom of the barrel. You at least get all these huge stars. <laughs> you're getting all <laughs> these, you know, at least the people you're picking are very, they're like influencers. <laughs> I mean, your YouTuber guy's no fucking joke. And guy on Instagram has got a blue check, he's got a lot of followers. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second so this guy okay so he's just on there posing as this guy doing his thing and now how do you f- wind up hooking up with him like tell me what was the rap.
0: well so I ended up going on the website and I ended up booking like a tour it was like a half a day tour so i
1: ended up flying out there to go see him oh my god this is this i'm on his website okay this is the best shit i've ever seen in my life okay go on Yeah, I'm down so, I'm dying to out these people, but I won't anyway, go on. <laughs>
0: so like I ended up just flying out there to like go see him and have a good time. but like I never you know expected like anything like more to like happen. but I mean, i I mean all of these all of this crazy stuff just happened. I mean, i I couldn't believe it, but I mean, I mean, I had a good time.
1: I mean, I thought it was fun. <laughs> But you go on this tour, you you don't have any idea that you're going to be having sex with this guy because what he's pitching this tour to be is like some sort of like spiritual retreat. Okay, that's what's so fucking funny to me. I could say that because no one's going to know. But I mean, it really is like go on a spiritual guided tour. <laughs> How do you wind up in bed on that tour? Can you tell me? So when I met him,
0: I could I mean, we, I could tell that like he was like attracted to me. And so we ended up just having, you know, into like a fun day together. And then we ended up going back to like my hotel room. And that's kind of just like how it all
1: happened. Listen, he's a good looking guy, too.
0: Yeah, he is good looking. Mm -hmm.
1: You have to send me in some anonymous pics because people need to see what you kind of look like that all these guys what what these guys wind up hooking up with. But wait a second. So you show up. How much do you pay for a guided spiritual tour with this guy?
0: About 1200.
1: I hope he fucked you for the whole week. I mean, how long is the tour for 1200 bucks? It's a lot of money. Actually, for one day. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh my God. Twelve hundred bucks this dude is charging. For a tour, and then he fucks you at the end of it. What? Okay, but let me just ask you this: What happened before? So you go to his. He comes to your hotel. (laughs) Oh my god, what does he promise you for twelve hundred dollars though ahead of time? You don't. At this point, you don't know that you're going to wind up having sex with him the first time. Like, what are you really paying for for twelve hundred bucks? Where are you going?
0: So we're doing a tour like around um the city that he lives in. And you can go hiking, you can go to like, so like, I want to go hiking, you know, you can like go swimming, do all those things together. But I'm somebody that was like interested in just like having like a tour, like around the whole city and like seeing all of the like fun places. So that's pretty much like what we did.
1: And now was a part of the reason why you wanted to go is because he's like a Hawkeye.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought he was good looking. And I thought he was
1: interesting.
0: And I'm like, okay, you know, I wouldn't mind meeting him.
1: Yeah, and you just got to pay the price. So you put now are you at least in a nice hotel? Does that some of that $1,200 get you like in a nice hotel? Or do you have to pay for the hotel on top of that? I have to pay for the hotel on top of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so how was your tour? I mean it, it
0: it, it, I mean it was amazing i mean it was a fun i yeah. mean i love i love tours i am somebody that loves tours so yeah. it, it was
1: incredible yeah this is like the <laughs> second guy taking you on tours the first guy took you on that tour like you said for five hours like i get it so this guy takes you on a real tour of where he lives and then did you have sex the fir- that i guess you do because it's only a one-day tour yeah <laughs> Yep. <laughs> And was the sex good? I mean, was he worth 1200 bucks? Well, let's take out 500 oh, yeah. for the tour. And let's say he, I, the rest is for the sex. Yeah. He was yeah. yeah, you could tell by his pics. I mean, this is not, you know, this is like a fucking playa. I mean, so <laughs> so the sex was good. And so do you have any kind of conversation with him afterwards about it? Or how do you wind up doing it more? Because I know that you do. Actually, no, I actually don't get to talk to him like at all
0: after we see each other. It's like you have to like book again. So he chooses <laughs> to not have contact
1: with people. Oh my God, see, this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but any guy listening, this guy should teach courses on this shit. Okay, because <laughs> he has got this shit down. This is the the most interesting racket. I have ever heard of if any producers that work in TV are listening to this, email me. I'll tell you who this guy is and you go do a fucking show on him because this guy is interesting what he is doing and how he has it set up. So he has this situation set up where you pay all this money and he fucks you and he gives you a good time and he probably does this to women all the time like, you know, he and. But you're not allowed. I mean, there's rules like you were not allowed to talk to him afterwards. The only way you get to see him, email him again, like you have to book again for twelve hundred or is that do you get it cheaper the second time? It depends
0: on what you book with him and for like how many days the prices vary. It, It varies for like what you want. But what was the next time? What did you pay for the next time? It was the same thing because all I could pretty much afford is like the same thing, you know, 1200 <laughs> That's the cheapest he's got. Yeah,
1: wow.
0: I think, yeah.
1: So you've gone back mm-hmm. for the tour and the sex. <laughs> yeah. Wow, people are so fucking fascinating to me. Listen, no matter how, I saw a friend of mine recently said to me like, oh, Kathy, do you ever think like you'll just run out of stories? Like you just, I'm like, never, like never because it doesn't matter wh- If I think I've heard it all, here comes Victoria with, you have the three stories. I mean, the two with the YouTuber and Instagram were kind of similar, but not, you know, but there's like, they're fascinating. Both those stories and the human trafficking. Oh my God. I just really hope you are in hardcore therapy. I know that you did say in your last email, like the, one of the last things you said was like, I really want to become a cam girl. I mean, what the fuck is that about? Okay, so like
0: four months ago, I got into modeling, and so oh, I do modeling for like a YouTube channel, but at the time, to me, it looked like a fitness channel, like a fitness YouTube channel, but what it is, um, it's actually <laughs> oh, no, kind of like a low, it's a low-key porn
1: YouTube channel. <laughs> oh,
0: you wouldn't even know unless somebody pointed it out.
1: <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Give me that channel too. I want to look it up. I'll take the name out. Give me, wait, I need to look this one up too. People are going to be so jealous that they're not me right now because they're going to be okay. listening and wishing they had the information. I'm looking, but I'll give everyone okay. my reaction. What's the name of the channel? Okay, he Okay, he has two YouTube channels. 2.5 million subscribers. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. So you do this and then it turns out, oh my God, this is like always the bait and switch for you. Like this is like a little bit of like your story. It's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you wind up getting yourself involved because you think you're going to be a model, but now it turns out that you're kind of doing soft core porn and you're okay with it? I mean, I'm okay with it because I'm not really, you know, I'm not really like showing off my body and it's like
0: low key porn. So nobody like really knows what it is. Yeah. But you know what, I love the modeling and I love my body. And I kind of just think, well, maybe I should get into cam modeling because I just love showing off my body.
1: So I don't think you should do camming. If you're going to do anything, maybe do an OnlyFans if you really like pictures because that's where you could Mm -hmm. put stuff like that up. I do suggest, (laughs) though, because of your history and what happened to you early on, I think it's great that you're still in therapy. And I do suggest that you keep at that and really work on... That kind of PT, you know, the, like you said, yeah, you the PTSD that was coming up like that stuff, you just can't sweep it under the table. Mm-hmm. It was put mm-hmm. on you when you're younger besides the stuff from your home life. So you have a lot of stuff there that you always want to be tending to and working on and trying to work through while you're doing all this quote-unquote fun stuff because there's a lot of stuff and you just don't want it to ever go dark. And sometimes when you have a fucked up childhood, sometimes you could act out in ways and do things and things can become dark without you realizing it because of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's what you just want to make Mm -hmm. sure you don't wind up prostituting yourself and not that that's wrong. I have plenty of girls that are on my show that do that, but you want to be doing it for the right reason. And somebody like you, you don't want it to ever go to a place where you're being taken advantage of like Mm -hmm. when you're past and that could happen because of your history. So make sure to keep Mm -hmm. in therapy and keep talking about everything that you're doing and go slowly into that world of SEX, because, like I said, with the stuff that has happened to you, you don't want to cross lines and do things where you're re injuring yourself and bringing things mm-hmm. up. That's not to say that you, you, you shouldn't be experiencing all these things and having all the fun that you want like i think that that's great just make sure you're always in control of it that's all i'm trying to say okay. because yeah. that's where mm-hmm. you need to be and that's what's most important because you didn't have control in your life in so many times so you you don't ever want to lose that so that's why i say like do your own don't uh, you know do your OnlyFans. fans control it yourself work with it but stay in therapy and really talk through your stuff so that you don't wind up doing things that maybe one day you would regret or you'll be like, oh fuck, like I didn't want to do this, but you just get sucked into it because that's, that could happen. And like I said, there's mm-hmm. plenty of women that do that stuff and it's all good. When I have women like that on my show all the time. And I love that. I love to show that, but I acted out sexually plenty in my life because of stuff that was put on me. And I understand that. And when I look mm-hmm. back, I understand, I know what I was doing and why I was doing it. It was like, cause I was like fucked up. So just make sure you don't go down that path. I think you've been, but I mean, I don't think like the thing that you're doing with the guy with the $1,200 or the, <laughs> the tours and the sex you had with your YouTuber. I don't think there's anything wrong with that stuff. Like I love those stories. I think that they're yeah. great. Like you're getting something out of it. You know, you're happy. None of those people are really breaking your heart. I mean, you're fine with it. You're having good sex. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah. now that I know all these people and the players. I need like anonymous pics. You could you send me a couple for my Patreon? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah.
1: So we could sort of get a a vision of you. I need to see this is like how you're getting sliding in and getting all this action. Okay, <laughs> hey, yeah. It's just oh my god, I could have talked just talked to you for another hour. We went pretty long, but I don't really care because this was like great. I loved your stories. <laughs> They were super interesting. And I feel like, you know, keep me updated.
0: Yeah, I I will. Absolutely. I will. (laughs) Because
1: I have a feeling there's going to be more stuff because it seems like there's like a pattern and you gave me so many, so many great ones. Thanks so much, Victoria, for calling in. Your episode will be up very soon. Send me those pics. Email me them. Okay.
0: Okay. I will. Thank you so much, Kathy. Thank Thank you. you. You were the
1: best. This was so much fun.
0: Oh, thank
1: you. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube.